Welcome to Weekly Grooves. My name is Tim Houlihan. And I'm Kurt Nelson. Each week, Weekly Grooves picks a current article or news topic, and we explore it through a behavioral science lens. We dig in deep to help you understand the psychology behind that headline. The specific topic is current, but the insights are timeless. Or should we say ageless, Tim? All right. So this week, we are inspired by an article by Nathan Yao called Redefining Old Age, in which he explores our changing definition and understanding of what it means to be old. Yeah, the article starts out by looking at various definitions of old age, but then also gets into how the average person's life expectancy has dramatically increased since the 1930s. So, like we do every week, we are going to try to dissect this topic through a behavioral science lens. How does old age get redefined when we are living so much longer, and what are the psychological and social implications of this? Okay, so let's start with some facts that Nathan presents in the article. First, the definition of old age is often dependent on who you ask. He writes that his son would claim that being old is, quote, anyone with white hair and glasses. And I'm assuming that bald might fit into his child's definition of old as well. (laughs) Well, probably. But we're not talking about you, Kurt. It's (laughs) not always about you. (laughs) I know, I know. Okay, so what else does the article say, Tim? Okay, well, uh, for the World Health Organization, old age is dependent on if you live in a developed country or not. And for most people, the definition of old seems to start around the age 65. Yeah, but then Nathan goes on to state that since people are living longer, and I quote, if we keep the same definition of old, then people are just going to be old for a longer part of their lives. And this idea has some interesting ramifications. Well, let's look at how much longer we live. So the article has some very cool graphs. And we we say very cool, we mean very cool graphs (laughs) that highlight this, showing that in 1930, only 50% of males and 57% of females made it to the ripe old age of 65. Wow. And today, the average life expectancy for males is 77. And for females, it's over 81. So things have changed a lot. All right. So, so to stay young, you just have to die young, right? Is that, is that, oh, you, go, you never get old, right? Leave a, leave a beautiful corpse. Yes. All right. So I think what we want to groove on here is, so if we're living longer, are we just spending more time being old or are we staying younger longer? And yeah. I think there's some interesting concepts of, if we think about that. And part of that is, is how we frame old age. How, how do we psychologically uh, believe what old age is. And part of that gets into framing. Absolutely. And uh, how we frame time impacts our decisions, right? Because we know that we we tend to look at the, the present in much more concrete terms. And the farther out that things go, the more abstract they become. So if we think about this as we're living longer and we are anticipating that our uh, intimate death at some point is further out in the future than it would be if if we knew that most people died younger, then that could change how we think about ourselves at that point, which also gets into, um, you know, this idea about what the social norms are of, of old age. And if we, we look, and again, again, you know, broad strokes here, you know, the, the Western idea of old age has often been associated with being in decline, that, that you are losing abilities, cognitive and physical abilities, that you're a burden on your family versus maybe a more Eastern social norm, which looked at uh, old age as being wise and re- referred to or respected. So those two different things, again, very broad general strokes, but it impacts how 
we actually age. And that's the interesting piece of this. And there's been some interesting um, work on how negative associations lead to decreased a number of different things. And particularly Elizabeth Haygood and Tara Grunewald in an article article called Positive Versus Negative Priming of Older Adults Generative Value, uh, talk about that the negative associations, if you associate with some of the negative decline ideas around aging, participants actually had worse, uh, had decreased memory. And, yes. and that's been shown with a number of other facets as well. Yeah, this is huge. It also reminds me of the blue zones uh, of, of Dan Butner's work and the importance of uh, cultural attitudes towards uh, aging are really, really important. And it reinforces the context then of just because you're 65 or 75 or 85 doesn't mean that you can't be this or that, right? The priming, the culture, the context, everything around it is about you just, you just keep going and yeah. you do it socially. Yeah, and Dan Butner's work is fantastic on that because, again, it ties back into some of these social norms, but it also ties into people are being active. And so they see themselves as being, you know, not in decline, that they're still doing the things that they always did. And there was, in, in many of those situations, there was no 65 cutoff from what I would do at age 64 and 364 <laughs> days versus now I become, you know, 70 or 65 years old, right? That it was, you just continued on. And so there wasn't that demarcation that often comes with retirement. I think that is part of the, the 65 being, being seen as old. Okay, but speaking of demarcation, uh, you're a big fan of Tim Tim Urban's work. Right? Tim Urban, wait, but yeah. why? Fantastic yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. And and one of my favorite things that he does is he has uh, he this article is called Life in Weeks. This blog post that he does, and he and he created this chart. Basically, when you you look at it, there's little square blocks, and those square blocks are representative of a week. And then you have row, and a row is 52 of those, so it goes across. So that's one year of your life represented in blocks of weeks and then you go down and he goes down for 90 years and and you kind of can look at your life from that perspective and and all of a sudden you know I'm at 53 and so I'm gone down 53 of those rows and they are filled in and now if I go to 90 I have what is that 38 or whatever left in order to to get there 37 yeah. so so I'm looking at my life in this terms of that, and that's if I get to be 90, right? And average age is 77 um, for, for males. So, you know, I'm looking forward and I'm going, ah, oh, I have 20 plus years of an average life left. So what does that mean? How does that impact me? And if we have more weeks in, in, in our life left, you know, how does that change what we do? Yeah. How old do we think we are? Yeah. Right, right. On on some level, we need to be. We do have to make an assessment based on how we feel about it. Uh, you know, I, I recently encountered two changes of people in my life. One, my my uh, my past boss passed away at eighty four, and vital his his uh, his thought process and his his mental abilities were tremendously vital. And another is my brother recently. Uh, retired at at the ripe young age of sixty nine, he mm. he retired and he is facing a whole bunch of of kind of artificially created new things that he has to do, and it's he's kind of questioning how old do I think I feel? How yeah. do I feel? And those are real questions with real implications. Well, and we all know those people that uh, you can compare to two people and in your head, and they're the same age, and yet they one 
you you perceive as being young and one you perceive as ah, not being young and it's kind of their own interpretation of 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 who they are and are they old or are they not old and so so I think one of the key pieces that this article brings up is do we think about being old as a set point or is it relative to something else so in other words old is 65 and above, right? So once I hit 65, I'm gonna be old man, right? And nothing gonna gonna change that, that's just how it is. Or is it more around, you know, no, actually old is probably that last 10 to 15 years of your life. So if my average age, if I'm gonna live to be, you know, 80, well then 65 if it's 15, but you know, if I'm gonna live to be 90, then, you know, I'm looking back and, and old doesn't start until maybe 75 or 80. Um, so you can look at things differently, or it could be some other qualitative element, like, hey, I've gone bald, so I'm already old. You know, that's <laughs> that's how it goes. And you have white hair in your beard. So I have a white beard, and I am bald, bald, bald. I Double be, negative. Double I am, negative. I am an old man. I should have a cane and be walking around and yelling at the kids to get off my lawn. <laughs> but what, what, okay. So back to social norms. So uh, we have all these influences, right. That are, that are happening around us. We've got, we've got social media basically telling us that, that 50 is the new 30. Right. It, it right. depends again, who are you following and, and, and what are you being, what are you curating around you? But you know, you can look out there and there's a lot of really positive aspects about being, you know, older people being active, going out, doing things, living vibrant, full lives that they're giving back to the community. They're exercising, going on these fantastic trips. Senior dating sites, apps. You Continue, know. Continually working and various different mm-hmm. things. Yep. Uh, social media could also be on a negative because it really does accentuate kind of that youthful beauty movement. And, and so yeah. if you compare yourself, like I, I'm never going to be looking like the, you know, the, that 25 year old stud that's out there, you know, that's just not going to happen. Well, you um, are, you are, but most people aren't. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, that's just, just how it goes. But this, this idea that again, we're redefining old age and, and I hear it uh, amongst my friends and, 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 you know, you probably do too, is I don't feel old. I don't, I don't think of myself as old. I, I I don't, I I view myself as just getting into my prime and that this is, you know, the next 10, 20 years are, are just where it's going to really start moving. And so I think that's that redefinition of what old is. And to that point, I'm, I'm hopeful that it changes uh, again with some of the stuff. Yeah. One of the reasons I don't feel old is that I still struggle with fifth grade math. <laughs> I still feel pretty young in that, in I gotta, that regard. You got to learn fifth grade math before you can get old, right? I, I think so. <laughs> ah, all right. Well, that's a, that's a good reason, people, not to study math. All right. <laughs> ah, we're joking. All right, Tim, let's wrap this up. So okay. we're living longer than ever before in human history. The average lifespan now extends to almost 80 years for Americans, yet our concept of being old ah, is... It might be changing, but it might not be changing. Ah, it's just crazy out there. It, it is crazy. But the surveys tend to show that people define old age as being over 65. Like this, this, this number persists. The concept of being old is interesting because of how it shapes our behavior. We know that if we think that we're old and we associate old with decline, 
and we see a reduction in memory and other physical and cognitive aspects. But that isn't the case if we don't think that we're old or if we have a positive perspective on being old. This is influenced by a number of factors, including framing, priming, and social norms. Thus, if our concepts of being old shift, so do our behaviors and the outcomes. We can reframe our concept of being old, that it isn't determined by a set age. You don't just become old on your 65th birthday. We can think about age from how many years you have left uh, to live or by the functions that you can still do. We are seeing a reimagining of age happening right now, that older people are being more and more engaged and more active. All right. So this wraps up this episode. To learn more on this, look at the links in our show notes. They connect to the articles that we talked about. And I also encourage you to go out and look at The Life Calendar by Tim Urban. I think it's a great visual to you for you to think about your life. We also greatly appreciate you listening and hope that you have enjoyed this and found it useful. If you did like it, please share it with a friend and leave us a review on Apple or whichever pod service you use. We hope you go out and find your groove this week. Oh, 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 oh,